Second book of Chronicles, chapter 15, verse 15. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with all diligence. And he was found by them, and the Lord gave them rest all around. This place of Holy Scripture tells us of those events that had happened in Israel and that were found, or rather, were lived through during the reign of the godly king, King Asa. One time, the Lord said, The Lord will be with you when you are with him. And this king began to be sanctified before the Lord and serve him with all diligence. But before we talk about diligence, because it is specifically here this word diligence is highlighted for us, we ought to look at Chronicles. Chronicles is unique for us in the Russian Bible. There are four books of kings that were written by different prophets, priests, and also we have the first and second book of Chronicles. So this word chronicles is a chronolo chronology. It is the chronological order of the kings of Israel, or that which was missed in the book of Kings, and that which could not be let go from our eyes, from our view, and we must know it. So this first and second book of Chronicles tells us of those signs and those principles that the church, and that in this case Israel, had to know and had to remember. And the principle that is uncovered for us here during the, the time of this godly king Asa, we ought to serve God with all diligence, seek Him with all diligence, because without diligence we can't seek God. And the etymology of the word diligence is comprised of the following ten components. Diligence is our favored toward the fulfillment of the will of God. It is our favor to the desires of God. It is our desire to do God's commands. It is our disposition to fulfill the commandments of God. It is the desire for good coming from the good will of man. It is the rational and volitional dependence on the fulfillment of the will of God. It is our pleasure derived from doing the will of God. It is our obedience or our agreement with the will of God. It is our care and concern for the fulfillment of the will of God, and it is our favorable perception of the will of God. This is diligence. It is a very important word that we must have in order for us to come and to seek the Lord so that we can be found by Him and for us to be able to find Him. And let us mention three places of Scripture where we see the word diligence so that we can understand the importance of this word. And so, first, diligence is viewed by God as a sacrifice offered by a prince, which is equal to the sacrifice of the seventh day in which a person searches for the favor of God and the revelation of his ways, as it is written in Ezekiel chapter 46, verse 12. Now, when the prince makes a diligent burnt offering or peace offering to the Lord, the gate that faces toward the east shall then be opened for him, and he shall prepare his burnt offering and his peace offerings, as he did on the Sabbath day. Then he shall go out, and after he goes out, the gate shall be shut. Here it talks about how if, if the prince of the Lord 
according to his diligence and strong desire, wants to, during the week, during the time in which the eastern gates through which could be entered into the temple of God for worship, they were closed, they were opened on the Sabbath. If a person, a prince, not an ordinary person, but a prince, under which we mean a renewed thinking of a Christian, if he wants to worship God with diligence, then the priests were given the command that this day, despite the fact it could be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, this day momentarily became a Sabbath. This means that if in our service to the Lord there is diligence that is present, then any day that is lived by us is the day of Sabbath. They are the feasts of the Lord, because a Sabbath is not just a specific day. Sometimes in Israel, were celebrated for seasons, uh, seasons were called Sabbaths of the Lord. Same thing here, when the prince had come, then this prince was allowed to enter through these eastern gates, to enter into the inner court, and to offer a burnt offering and peace offering to the Lord. And all of the people came, and they stood at the outer courts, and they had no right to enter, but they stood behind the gates of the inner courts, and together with the prince, they partook of this offering. The prince was allowed to enter through these eastern gates and to come to the temple itself, and to pass along his sacrifice to the priests to worship before the temple, and then the priests were able to enter into the temple itself. And the temples were able to, the priests were able to enter the temples themselves, a prince in the subject of our soul, our renewed thinking, which was lost in the death of the Lord Jesus and gained in his resurrection, is allowed to enter through the inner courts and to come up to the temple in order to worship at the doorstep of the temple. But our body or all of our people, they were allowed to come, come to the gates of the outer court. And there they could worship and wait for the prince to then come out from this worship. So this is for us to know when we bend our knees, our body, our soul, and our pre, our, our spirit, what happens. Our spirit can enter into the temple when our renewed thinking will worship before the temple. And when the people with trembling will be able to wait for what the Lord will say, standing at the outer courts without entering into the inner courts. So there exists a certain order in worship. Second, diligence is viewed by Scripture as obedience to the voice of God in the face of His messengers, in which a person binds himself to the Holy Spirit or places himself voluntarily dependent on the Holy Spirit. Zechariah chapter 6, verse 15. Even those from afar shall come and build the temple of the Lord. Then you shall know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. And this shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. Diligence is present when we hear the word of God, not just listening, but hearing. Listening means I, or rather hearing is I hear a sound, but to listen, to listen is I understand that this person is speaking and I am listening, I am demonstrating obedience and not just I hear voices that are spoken by the preacher, but I don't know what he is saying, but to listen is I am listening, I'm hearing and I'm listening and I'm obeying the word that is preached. And this places of scripture uh, that are added on to it. Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 7, O Lord, you induced me, and I was persuaded. You are stronger than I, and have prevailed. I am in derision daily. Everyone mocks me. Here it talks about how the Lord persuades us. It says, 
I am persuaded, I'm induced by him. The Lord induces us into the church. For we have come to this place because someone has induced us, persuaded. What has persuaded us to come here? Song? Music? Or perhaps we will have some kind of sports events that we will have after church among the youth. No, this is not correct. We are led by the Word of God. We have The Word of God has brought us. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So again, here, pay attention. Who does Christ know? Those who demonstrate diligence in hearing the Word of God. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, meaning the Lord knows us through the ability to listen to the Word of God. He who hears the Word of God and does not demonstrate obedience this is a plant or a tree that has not been planted by the Father and it will be uprooted. In the third example, diligence is seen as an offering to God clothed in the format of tithes. Exodus chapter 25 verses 1 through 2. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they may bring me an offering from everyone who gives it willingly with his heart. You shall take my offering. Take a look. Even in the law, even in the book of Exodus, this format of offerings was clothed in the format of diligence. The Lord did not need to be given only 10%. We can't work with Him this way. He is not a corporative organization. He is a God. And in this tithe, we don't give Him percents. But in this tithe, we say, Lord, I know that this is hallowed unto you, and I give what is hallowed unto you, because in this hallow, I acknowledge, I re- I demonstrate my love to you, and this is what we express through diligence. And therefore, in the law, Moses said, bring your offerings only if you have diligence, because without diligence, God does not need any of our offerings. Exodus 35:22. They came, both men and a woman, as many as had a willing heart. A willing heart, there was diligence presence in this heart. Diligence presence when someone has a willing heart, when truth is correctly in the heart. As many as had a willing heart and brought earrings and nose rings, rings and necklaces, all jewelry of gold, that is, every man who made an offering of gold to the Lord. Here, diligence is expressed in a willing heart. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 12, this is a new covenant. For if there is a willing, for if there is first a willing mind, it is accepted according to what one has and not according to what he does not have. So when we do something with diligence to the Lord, God says, bless with what you have. And we bless the Lord with that which we have with diligence. But it is impossible to give God that which we do not have. When we serve with our tithes and offerings to God, we, along with our tithes, bring our diligence as well. And also, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 1-2, through 2, Now concerning the ministering to the saints, it is superfluous for me to write to you, I know your willingness or your diligence about which I boast to you to the Macedonians that Achaia was ready a year ago and your zeal has stirred up the majority and again 2nd Corinthians chapter 9 verse 7 so let each one give as he proposes in his heart not grudgingly or of necessity for God loves a cheerful giver we right now are going to sing a psalm together and we're going to thank God Thank God that we are able to serve God with diligence. And diligence, as we had read, it comes when a person has 
a correct and a willing heart. For our heart to be correct before the Lord, it is necessary for us to first cleanse our heart from all kinds of dead works, from our own understandings, from all kinds of religious foolishness, which we had received from different sources of information, but not from the information given by God. Therefore, having corrected our heart, we will serve God with diligence. Let us stand and let us sing a psalm together and partake of this privileged service.
I, with great joy, uh, will remind us of what Pastor says, that each time that the people of Israel had honored God with their tithes and offerings, either in Temple of Moses or the, either Tabernacle of Moses or the Temple of Solomon, they had to, according to the words of Moses, which he received as a revelation, to raise their hands over their offerings and proclaim one unique proclamation that they were faithful to for thousands of years. We, being that same Israel, tied to that same root, drinking from the same olive tree, will do the same thing. Please lift your right hand, a symbol of your righteous act, and pray along with me. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated the tithes from my home and brought them into your home so that your home may have food. I did not give in sorrow. I did not give for the dead. I did not give impurely. I deeply believe that I have the privilege to express my love and to acknowledge your authority. And according to your word, I ask you, right now, may your heavenly windows be opened, and may your blessing come down abundantly upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. May you be blessed. Please be seated. <laughs> 